Jumbo Victor Ghana to use gold to buy oil instead of U.S. dollars to address their debt distress. This is uh, Ken Ofori, the finance minister, is busy announcing the budget, and, uh, and the man is under pressure. The, the currency has depreciated by, by about 62, 50, 50, nearly 60% since the beginning of the year. Inflation is hitting 40%, and because of the, the pressure under which the country is to, to raise funds, it's still negotiating a $3 billion loan with the IMF, and the population, the citizens, are not very happy with that. They're actually saying it's not the, the, the borrowing that is needed, it's the firing of the finance minister. So a lot of things. So the press, the vice president on social media mentioned something like this. After all, Ghana is, the, is what was once called the Gold Coast because it's a major producer of, of gold. And, and they're just doing what we discussed last week, Elvis, with Zimbabwe saying some mining companies have to pay royalties in the, the resources they are producing rather than cash. And that is, it makes sense if you consider that we used to have, we used to have what is called a gold standard, that we kept reserves of gold to measure the amount of money in circulation. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, African countries are beginning to wake up to the fact that they are paying interest where they should not be if they just use the resources they already have. And then Zimplats, one of Zimbabwe's largest mining conglomerates, are taken to court to hand over 10% community shares in 11 years after that agreement. Yeah, this is a $2.2 billion company, market cap, and it's, it's, it's more than 20% of its South African subsidiary. So it's not a small company. But since 2009, if you just remember what was happening in Zimbabwe in 2009, it was in the throes of land reform, and President Mugabe's government was running amok with its policy changes from time to time. Land grab was getting out of control. So many companies, although this share community share ownership, trust system was introduced then. Many companies have not implemented it. And now, what I like is that Zimbabweans are not going out protesting and, and, and rioting. They are using the court system. And once you have that, it's going to be very difficult to escape. Because it's like in South Africa going to a to court to force a company to enforce or implement its community's BEE community empowerment obligations. You can't escape that because there is a law that states what you should do. And then in Kenya, the cost of exporting fresh and dry products have dropped 62%. Yeah, this is what the beauty of aligning procedures and processes and systems Elvis can do. Kenya Network Trade Agency, which administers some of the systems that the regulatory authorities are using to issue licenses or permits, has managed to reduce these steps. The number of steps that were required have been reduced from 10 to 5. And the mandatory requirements are only two instead of over ten that were there. And this is just requirements like when you want to issue or have an export, you must write a letter, the covering letter with the MD, when there is an electronic system that already can be used. So the pressure, I think, to get a share of the Africa trade or intra-Africa trade is forcing countries to look at the procedures and the bureaucracy that will go into getting permits to export. And because of just aligning processes, you're already looking at this kind of expediting of the trade. And that's what everybody needs. If you just talk about bureaucracy and red 
tape. These are the things that have to be cut because otherwise countries of Africa are not going to be able to increase their trade with one another and they will not benefit from this African continental free trade area.